This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Now, please welcome your host, Nick Hancock. Fry, yay. On the Your Harrogate Podcast, I've told you this before, but I love the fact that on a Friday, my mum will ring me and say, so what are you doing this weekend? Uh, nothing, Mum. It's a lockdown. <laughs> Nobody's doing anything. It's all about walking and the mass Singer and takeaways. But anyway, still nice to get to the weekend. Another week ticked off. And this is the Your Harrogate podcast. It's Fitness Friday on our podcast, sponsored by Hacks, with me, Nick Hancock. So coming up and answering your questions today. So this is all the stuff that you've sent us this week. We've got Sam from Schofield Fitness and we have got questions about Maltesers. We've got questions about getting your tummy looking sort of rock hard. We've got questions about what exercise to do if you're asthmatic. It's all, it's all on the Zoom in just a minute or two. And by the way, on our website, yourharrogate.co.uk, we've got lots of great competitions going as ever, including your chance to nominate somebody for a lockdown lift from Mama Doreen's, have a takeaway afternoon tea, and Valentine's, which is not this weekend, but next weekend. Oh, hello. You can win a fabulous Valentine's takeaway from the Fat Badger. It's £60 for two people, bottle of wine or Prosecco in here, three courses, and the food is just proper exquisite. So if you want to win this, you go to yourharrogate.co.uk. And one more bit, the podcast is back every day next week, and if you hit subscribe, it will appear immediately, just like that for you. But I can just tell you very quickly, a little tease that we have... Yorkshire Royalty as our special guest on Monday's podcast. I won't say any more than that, but we're looking forward to that. Now, on with today's show, and it's our Fitness Fix with Sam from Schofield Fitness. Sam has completely opened himself up here. He doesn't know what I'm going to ask, and these are questions that we've had sent in from our Your Harrogate listeners and people who've got in touch over the past couple of days so good luck with this sam <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I, I, I always like this because it gives you the the raw the raw answers if you like it lets me know what what people are asking what information people actually want out there and so it's, it's helpful to me as, as much as i hope it will be to uh, to everyone else as well Okay, so here's the first question. Hi, Nick and Sam. During this lockdown, I bought myself an exercise ball, which I really enjoy doing. I feel it's working in toning me up. I'm eight stone two. However, the area I particularly want to tone is my tummy. It doesn't seem to be helping as much as I'd like. I have a good diet. I'm diabetic, so I have to have a good diet because of that. But my partner says I want results too quickly. Could you please ask for ideas for forms of exercise which would help? And that is from Deborah. Cool. Well, thanks for sending that through, Deborah. Um, there's a few sort of different bits and pieces for us to sort of go at there. Um, first thing, though, is I think straight away there's a lot of sort of non-quantifiable statements in there. So you're saying things like um, you think it's toning up, you're not sure if it's working, um, things like saying too soon. All these things are difficult for us to, to quantify. So the first thing I think we need to do is, well, for, for you to do, is actually try and put some numbers to what you're saying. So have some ways of tracking your progress. So how much weight have you lost so far, if any? How, much, how many inches you know, have you dropped a dress size? And are you taking before and after photos? These are all great ways to be able to 
see and properly assess if things are happening. You're not just, just guessing at it. So that's the first thing I would, uh, I'd recommend you start to do. Now, in terms of the actual exercises, I, th I think it, it would help you if you haven't already go back and listen to our podcast a few, a few weeks ago where we're talking about training because you're starting at the end. You're picking the, the one or 2% at the end of, of, the, of the what to do um, rather than anything else. So yeah, an exercise ball, absolutely fine. What I would be more interested in is um, what you are doing with the exercise ball. So what intensity are you doing? How often are you doing it? Are you making things harder? Are you uh, progressing as you go? Or are you just going through the motions? And those are going to be the more important things that you need to look at um, and sort of make sure that it is actually working for you um, from there. Now, if you're saying that you're seeing results, you know, you're toning up in other areas, fantastic. Often, your core or your stomach is the last place that that little bit of fat comes off of. Um, so I would say maybe a bit of patience is what is needed here. Depends how long you've been doing this. Um, we would need to go into a lot more detail and it would be helpful to actually maybe speak to you. And uh, we can go into more detail about that um, as well from there. But I think a bit of patience, track your progress in one way or another. Uh, and I would be interested to find out a bit more information from that. Yeah. Isn't that so important as well? When you start doing something, it's got to be measurable, hasn't it, Sam? You've got to, you can't just think, oh, I, I, feel, I feel like it's not making a difference. You, you've really got to know, haven't you? Um, yeah, it makes I mean, our lives as coaches so much more difficult um, if we don't have numbers in front of us. It's one of the things we start with. With every client that comes in, we immediately take where they are. We ask them to take before photos. We track their weight, body fat percentage, you know, waist measurements. We see sort of where their body fat is being stored so we can get this idea. So when we get, you know, say six weeks, three months down the line, we have proper data in front of us of where they've gone from and where they are now. And we can then make proper assessments rather than just these feelings and guessing. And it makes it quite difficult sometimes. Well, that's really good. Thank you so much for that question, Deborah. And our next question is, now I can relate to this. This is from Mark who says, hi, Nick, the question I'd like to ask Sam is about snacking. All day when I'm working, I manage to be really good. But in the evening, when we watch a film, I'll often find myself eating all the treats like Maltesers. This just makes me want Maltesers. <laughs> Maltesers, big bags of crisps and ice cream. So how do I break the habit? And gosh, I think, I mean, if you're working from home as well, it, I, I totally get that. You know, when you've been good all day, but you just get to the evening time. And, and these, these long, old, dark nights, um, they go on a while, don't they? <laughs> what a fantastic question. And one of the most common ones we deal with uh, more and more through, you know, through the lockdowns over the last year. So there's a, a process that we go through um, with our clients, and it's called remove, replace, and allow. So the first thing we need to think about is, can we just get rid of those snacks out of the house? Can we remove that temptation? Do the Maltesers, do this, does the big bag of crisps, does, does all that sort of stuff. Does it need to be in the house in the first place? Because if we can remove it, we remove that temptation, then if you've got that craving, you have to leave the house, go to the shop, buy it, and then come back before you eat it. And it just makes it significantly less likely. Really, really simple thing to do. But if it's viable, if there's no one else in the house that eats that stuff, easiest thing to do. From there, then we then go to replace. So you've got this habit, you've got this picking habit. We can't just go cold turkey. We know that for the most part, that doesn't work. So all we say is, can we replace that with 
with something better, something like fruit, for example. And we recommend maybe some berries, maybe something like grapes, because what that does is it feeds that picking habit. That's really all you're doing is it's that picking habit and um, still gives you that slight sweet taste. But what you're doing is you're effectively putting, say, grape flavored water into you rather than all those calories that comes alongside, you know, Maltesers or cake or whatever it is that you eat. Can we replace it with something else? And then the third one, which I think is one that might be missed off a lot of the time, is, is allow yourself a few treats. You know, if you like these sort of things, then pick one or two days a week where you say, you know, these are the days that I will have a bag of Maltesers, not a bag of Maltesers, not plus ice cream, not plus crisp, but pick something and work it into your, your daily calories, your weekly calories, maybe eat a little bit less on other days. Or if you are training at the same time at the minute, which I, I would hope that you are, Maybe on the days you have a really big, heavy training session and it's those days that you're just exhausted, allow yourself that little bit of extra treat. It just gives you, you know, a slight reward and it means we're not going completely cold turkey from there. Can I so, mention the, uh, uh, there was an email that, that Sam sent out this week about, about and this, I thought this was quite a thing where you're, um, so if you're in a position where you're on a bit of a health fitness regime, but somebody else who you live with isn't. So how, how do you how do you resist that temptation? And there was there was a great idea to to buy buy your other half uh, treats that you don't like. <laughs> yes, it is. This is one that you'll see in the email works particularly well for me because you know if there is something in the house. I mean, I talk a lot of what I talk about is through experience. You know, if there's something in the house, I will eat it all. You know. Um, I've started buying low-calorie ice cream because I will eat the entire tub, so it means I reduce it. Um, so with with my wife, we buy her mint chocolate because I can't, I don't care about mint chocolate whatsoever. And Snickers, I don't like nuts in my chocolate. I like nuts and I like chocolate. Don't like them together. It's a bit weird. Um, so we we buy her that stuff because she will have it little and often. I will not, and it just makes it means the best of both worlds. Such a good idea that, okay, it takes away the temptation. Next question is from, thank you, by the way, Mark, for that. Next question. Hi, Nick and Sam. Since the third lockdown begun, I've totally lost all motivation to exercise. I think it's been a combination of being weary with the whole situation, missing my friends and family, and the snowy, wet weather. I've gone from walking every day, running three times a week, and doing a CrossFit once a week, to not doing much at all. So that's from Emma. And yeah, I, I guess there'll be loads of people who've, who've just lost motivation recently. Yeah, so um, th thanks for sending that through, Emma. We, we're in a unique position at the minute where there is a whole group of people who have never struggled before to exercise. They're people who have trained regularly. They, you know, they, they go to CrossFit, they run. Uh, and they're in this brand new position where they can't do that um, and, they're, and they're struggling. So you are not alone in this and it is very common. So I think what we need to do is there are definitely a sort of a couple of, of powerful methods, if you like, that we can implement here for you. Uh, one is to start with your why. We need to re rediscover why it was that you trained in the first place. What gets you up and running you know, before? Why were you going to CrossFit? Um, a good exercise to do is just to write this down. Get a pen and paper, write down why it was that you were doing what you were doing before, and almost remind yourself of why you are doing this. It can be a really sort of useful exercise. And then the second thing from there is we need to create a new routine. Your, your current habits have been thrown out the window. You know, your good habits, they're, they're gone. And so we need to create some brand new ones. So what I would say is the times and days that you were used to run, that you used to go to CrossFit, I would put those into your diary, physically put them in and say that you are going to do some sort of exercise. This could be 
a home workout, even 10 minutes. It could be simple as going out for a walk. If you're saying that you used to walk every day and you're not now, let's start there. Let's ease back into this. Um, if, say, you used to run first thing on a morning, can you wake up and immediately put your workout clothes on rather than, say, your clothes that you'd be wearing for, for work or, or whatever it is? It's just getting into that mindset. And if we can start doing that, those two things combined with each other, I think will help you take that step-by-step um, sort of motion, if you like, to get back to where you were before, doing some exercise, even if it's different exercise to what you were doing before. So I, I hope that helps. And it's really common, isn't it, Sam? You must see this a lot from people in, in all times, not just in a lockdown situation where it is quite easy to just lose your motivation, isn't it? And, and you know, sometimes you just need a bit of a, a conversation with somebody to find it again. Yeah, I mean, it's not just the gyms closing that people are struggling with. There are redundancies. There's the, you know, there's the overarching COVID that's around at the minute and it can just get you down. And all you want to do is almost bury your head a little bit. And as soon as you start doing that, that, that motivation goes. So we need to reignite that spark for a lot of people. Like we're saying the, the, the reminder of why this is important. It can be just like, right, actually, no, this is why I was doing it. You know, forget everything else that's going on. Let's go and smash my goals regardless. Okay, here comes the next question. So this one's from Heather. So please could you ask Sam, I'm turning 60 this year, I'm asthmatic, and I've just been diagnosed pre-diabetic. So I want to know what will be the best exercise for me that won't leave me huffing and puffing? And also, should I be eating more carbs because I'm now cutting my sugar levels? Right, obviously a couple of things. We'll break this down, Heather. So a couple of things there. First of all, really love that, you know, you're, you've obviously, you're over 60, you're asthmatic, you've just been diagnosed pre-diabetic. It'd be very easy for you to have just gone, well, you know, this is what it is and do nothing about it. Love that you're going, no, let's tackle this head on and let's get going with this. So the first thing that we sort of really need to be looking at here is, is your routine. So similar to what we were talking about before, the routine has to be where we start here. So let's, let's plug in three days a week, for example, where you are going to, you know, in brackets, exercise. What I would start with is simply just say going for a walk if you're wanting to just get moving again and uh, not want to be crazy out of breath um, then yeah just going for a walk start with a, a half hour walk for example then once once you've done that for say a week week two you might do say some body weighted stuff and then a walk you could do say like 10 press-ups 10 squats 10 sit-ups and then go for your half hour walk or vice versa week three you might do those body weighted bits either end of your walk so we're just extending it and making things sort of, you know, greater and greater um, from there. So I think just ease into things. Don't worry about sort of going crazy difficult with anything. But the routine for you is significantly more important than sort of anything else that you'll be doing. So it's a place to start. As for your, uh, what you're talking about with, with your sugar levels. So it, you probably don't need to worry about eating more carbs. You know, sugar, your sugar intake is in your carb intake as it was. So if you're cutting your sugar levels, your carb intake will come down a little bit. And unless it's coming down to a ridiculously lower level, which for most people it doesn't, I wouldn't worry about it too much. And it's the, the, the nitty bitty bits there that you're sort of worrying about. I would be more looking at your overall sort of nutrition. How are you with that? Where are your calories? Uh, what's your fruit and veg like? What's your hydration levels like? And then I would start worrying about your carb level. For most people, even cutting out though that sugar, you won't significantly reduce your carb level to a point where it's an issue. So I won't worry too much about that for now. Okay, well, keep us posted, Heather, on how you get on with all of that. I'd love to hear back. Right, time for one more. Um, 
and then we'll maybe do some more of these next week because we've got plenty that we couldn't get through today. So let's go, last question here from David. So dear Nick and Sam, I'm in my 40s, I'm overweight. I really want to find an exercise I can do in the evenings at home. Have we talked about this before? I'm sure, have we talked about this before, Sam? You've got to, you've got to find an exercise that you actually enjoy enjoy doing. Have we had this conversation before? You've yes. got to find something that you actually want to do, haven't you? Yeah, so yeah, so this was this was again was covered um in the podcast a few weeks ago. So David, if you didn't listen to our training podcast, I think it was three weeks ago, was it Nick? Two, three weeks yeah. ago. Um if you haven't listened to that already, go away and listen to that because it will have much more in-depth um sort of answers for you to that. But yeah, first and foremost, what you do in terms of your exercise doesn't really matter. We've 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 mentioned this briefly today as well. There's lots of stuff you can do at home. So as the weather starts to improve, you can go outside and run and cycle. You can do a HIIT workout at home. There's lots of stuff on YouTube. You can message me and I can send you some stuff that we have and you can do that. You can go for a walk or you can buy some equipment, buy some weights, some slam balls, skipping rope. It doesn't really matter. Now, if you're saying that you're overweight and that is what your, your goal is here, the goal is not to start exercising, the goal is to lose weight. You need to also think about the other two pillars. So your, your nutrition and that accountability side of things as well. So I'd be giving those two things some serious thoughts um, and again, go away, listen to the other podcasts that we've done where we covered each of these in each podcast and you'll find much more detail. But if you want to find out more about any of that um, and you're really wanting to get going, David, I think dropping me a message, seeing what we do, having a conversation, see if it's something you think would be viable for you would also be a good idea for you as well. Very good. Well, I think we've had all sorts of all sorts of things going on in there, and it does it is a real reflection of where where everybody's at at the moment. I think we'll do we'll do some more of those because we did have some more we didn't get through, so we'll do some more of those next time. And thank you so much for that, Sam. It's always really good to talk to you. And obviously, to direct people, we we've talked before. We did a podcast, as you said, on nutrition. We did one on training and one on accountability, which is so so important. And both particularly um, could well be some some bits and pieces in the in the nutrition podcast which was four weeks ago on a they've all been on a friday there, there could well be some stuff in there if, if you are new to this that's really worth hearing just in terms of 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 um having a kind of consistent plan and everything and, and doing this over over a longer period of time and stuff so um sam is really great to look up on facebook and instagram and obviously on on website as well schofield fitness um and yeah thank you so much for your time i've really enjoyed that uh, thank you for having me. I love Q&As. I would welcome any questions. So I would love the more questions we can have fired through, the more often we can do things like this, the better it is for me as well. So I really enjoyed it. So thanks for having me. The What's Hot Guide with DoorsDirect.co.uk For made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit doorsdirect.co.uk. I'm Ben Groom and this is another Your Harrogate What's Hot Guide where we take a look at some of the best events you can get involved in in the Harrogate district. Now there's not a lot in the way of events within the next few weeks due to the current lockdown but if 2021 is your year for fundraising and helping out local charities both Henshaw Specialist College and St Michael's Hospice are inviting people to take on the Yorkshire Three Peaks Challenge to raise much needed funds for worthy causes. St Michael's Three Peaks challenge is provided by 
large outdoors and will be taking place on Saturday the 27th of March with the challenge being for hikers to cover the three peaks in just 12 hours. St Michael's are still looking for people to take part in that one so get in touch now if you're interested. Henshaw Specialist College have also revealed the date of their three peaks challenge which will be on Saturday the 17th of July but again it's a great local charity and they're on the lookout for walkers who wish to take on the challenge. A tough task but both very worthy causes and well worth supporting if you can. You can find out more about both of these challenges online and on Facebook. The What's Hot Guide with DoorsDirect.co.uk For made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit DoorsDirect.co.uk Thank you very much to Sam for joining us on our podcast today. We have Yorkshire Royalty on our podcast on Zoom on Monday when we come back. In the meantime, whatever you're up to this weekend, if you are key working, if you are just going to be walking for your bit of exercise or, I don't know, maybe going out for a run or something tomorrow, a muddy run tomorrow, or maybe you are Zooming, you're back on the old family Zoom quizzes, or it's just going to be all about the mass singer and dancing on ice, whatever you're up to this weekend. I hope you have a nice time and I hope, of course, that you stay safe and I'll catch you on Monday on the return of the Your Harrogate podcast.